0: Blog Talk Radio. To be, Desperate House Witches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show. So, bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might upset you. This is not the show for you. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the amazingly wicked one herself, the incredible Dorothy Morrison. Please check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com for your witching needs. And the 2023 house blessing ornaments are available now. Go get them, buy them in pairs, because Aunt Raina always tells you, buy your balls in pairs. Check out on the social media page for www.wickedwitchstudios.com. With me for the hour. How exciting for me. Yes, I finally got her. She's been dodging me. Joke, joke. Um, But the author of the current, the big book of candle magic, the amazing Jackie Smith. Hey, Jackie.
1: Hey, Raina. That's it. Oh, we we no. made it. We're
0: together. Finally. Yay. It has been a long time in the making, but we finally got it because let me tell you what, this woman is busy. busy. As are you. creation. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we're both busy, but you know what? I've been dying to talk to you. I'm so glad we were finally able to put it together. But you yeah. had Coventry Creations for a long time, aren't you yeah. celebrating an anniversary?
1: Yeah, three decades, thirty years. Can you believe it's thirty years? Oh, we're we're too young to be doing years. this for as long as we have been.
0: Yeah, well, you didn't tell anybody that you started Coventry Creations when you were five, so there you
1: go. <laughs> I know that 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 date keeps getting. You know, when I was celebrating my. 10th anniversary it was i started it when i was you know uh, you know tw- in my well i started when i was 24 but you know first it was like it started when i was in my teens and i was, when i was 12 yep. and now it's like i started in in the birth canal you know <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> i started it hey, when in, such- my, in a past it'll be past life i started in a, in a past life past
0: life Well, I'll tell you, I mean, you wear it well because you don't look your age for sure. That's why I said, you know, nobody knows that you started it when you were five, which is kind of hilarious. One of the first things I ever got from Coventry Creations was joining the Witches Union.
1: Oh, yeah, that's been that has been a fun and um, a fun evolution, the Witches Union. And that was in twenty. Fifteen, I think I started that. So, and it's hard to believe that twenty fifteen was seven years ago.
0: I know it's um, crazy. Time flies. That's a little rude. But you know, just, well, it's 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 been a while. I know. I know. But <laughs> hey, listen, we look we look good for the age of everything else around us, as I like to say. But yeah, for those folks who are not familiar with you, um. Give us some background. How did you start first of all, how did you start in witchcraft? Is it something you liked as a kid? Did you get a lot of shit from your family for it? Tell me all the details:
1: well I, I've always you know I, I love I love origin stories and and especially yeah. the origin stories of of uh, modern day witches, um, my origin story is was one that um, I've always loved the spiritual world. I've always loved it. I've always loved um, the the unseen. Um, I didn't know it was called like the metaphysical at that point. It was, I just loved spirit. When I was a kid, I wanted, you know, we, you know I have that little list of things you wanted to be when you grow up. And on my list, this list is so funny. And I even found it um, a long time ago. I um, have since lost it again, but I had this little list I wrote. And it was when I want to grow up, I want to be, maybe a teacher, there weren't a lot of options, you know, readily for us young ladies, but teacher, maybe a nurse or a nun. I wanted to be a nun when I was like five, six years old, because I was growing up Catholic, because I loved spirit. I loved that that part, the mysticism of everything. And I look at that now and I giggle a little bit, but Honestly I, I just always loved that. And then as I got older and I realized that what nuns actually did and I went, Yeah, I wanna do that And then I realized what nurses actually did and went, oh, I don't wanna do that either And um and then as I grew I wanted to I wanted to study and and then I saw what teachers really did and went, I don't wanna do that Um but, but at the core of what what they you know, what they stood for, I I always loved the healing work and the teaching work and working with spirit. And so I kept searching for what that was when I was young. Um, And I learned what, oh, paranormal science is a thing. I wanted to study psychology and paranormal science, all those things that my my list evolved. And then then life was real when I was trying to graduate high school and realized, oh, college costs money. Um, And there isn't any and um when in nineteen eighty six when I graduated college, there was no there wasn't the kind of funding and grants and whatnot as there are today, so I just started trying to make money to go to college, and um I was learning ab- about and you know Walden books was a thing back then, there was no borders which well, there still know. isn't anymore but barnes and nobles and or there certainly wasn't an Amazon where you could get any book that you wanted and Metaphysical, spiritual, occult bookstores were not available when we were younger. So to find anything, find it was a true search. It was a true spiritual search to find anything that was outside the norm of any um, spiritual books or spiritual teachings at all. And you could really come across some predators for sure. Um, Sure. And it it was... um, So I came across um, uh, uh, the book of runes. Remember those first clay runes that came in like a box and it looked like a book? I think Bloom, Ralph Bloom. Thank God for that and how that was normalized early. That was one of my first things, and I found a book on dreams and some um, some uh, Jung. You know uh books that that he wrote and so, so these things really um the a collective unconsciousness things like that um and it kept bringing me to um the very first magical book by Starhawk that I got and then um then I found this book by this guy named Scott Cunningham on magical herbs what was that about and and so all of these things. And then I came across this store in Mount Clemens, Michigan, um, called the mystic Curio, and this really weird, aggressive, mean guy who owned it and, and and just just and I'm like I need to find another store like this and another store like this, and anything and everything I could get my hands on um to learn more to learn anything I could about anything and it And it felt like an awakening. Everything I learned felt like another awakening. And um, my God, when I learned about um, smudging from someone, a real practitioner, um, who really, who was studied with a shaman, that was like gold. And then we all gathered around this person and learned how to smudge for real. You know, it was just because they came from... um, they came from the uh a, a class that they took with a shaman and from oh it was just like it was just like this golden thing that we learned and, and then we hung on to that and then we learned the next thing and the next thing and we we gathered quietly together this wasn't this was in the early nineties there was nothing and then and then we would gather in in the basements and the living rooms of our friends, and then more and more stores opened up and it's in 1992, that um, I started Coventry Creations um, because I I had graduated in '86 and I was like trying to find different things and do different things and I was making um, gifts for people, um, and and I was one of them was candles, and there wasn't anything out there that had um, the herbs and the oils and the blessing all put together. There was like seven day candles and there were some pillar candles um there's the utility candles and chime candles chime candles kind of came later but nobody had put all the pieces together and and I I was doing that and giving them as gifts and then people wanted more so I I right. made more and mm-hmm. then I made more and then I would take them to stores my my um crate of candles that I made and they were really ugly at first Rena I mean they were just kind of ugly <laughs> and my first awesome. my first several years i put the I printed the um labels out and I put them on with rubber bands, just because I didn't have enough tape um rubber bands were easy for me to get a hold of for some reason and um sure. I just took them store to store and went, I made these candles. Do you want to sell them and That was it It was as, as complicated as that um and wow. and I didn't know at the time I was the only one doing that, and I just kept going and um i i in, in my innocence and, and my tenacity, I just kept going, and I didn't know I was starting an entire industry. I was the first one on the national market to do this, and since then I've had plenty, plenty of very qualified people knock me off, do something like this, and large companies larger than mine continue to, to do variations on that theme. And um, But I still, and I still to this day, create my products in a sacred space, create my products with um, the authentic magical practice. Uh, We love what we do here. And we still do it the same way. So it's been a, it's been that early journey. You know, it's, I'm, I'm almost on one hand envious of folks starting their journey today because there's so much information available. But on the other hand, I I really treasure the hunt.
0: Oh yeah, it was different then. It was very different, and I'm a, a bit older than you are. You're based on the West Coast, is that right?
1: Mm, no, I'm in Michigan.
0: Oh, okay. I'm You're
1: in, in Michigan. I'm, I'm in the Midwest, yeah. the heart, one of the heartlands of the Rust Belt of America.
0: Yay! Important to the growth of America and the upkeep thereof. Yep. Um, definitely. Yeah, see, on the East Coast, where I'm from, uh, you know, we had very few and far between places to go for any supplies. This was well before, well, well, well before Internet and and all of the things that we have available now. And there was a little shop called Enchantments that was started at the end of the 70s, early 80s, and you could go in and have these beautiful candles designed with your intention and all of the things. But they were not available for mail order back then. That took a long, 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 long time. So if you were lucky yeah. to find, I mean, because honestly, the folks that, that I came up with, old um, you know, we didn't have the time, tools, expertise to put these things together. We had to go to someone else. We just didn't have the things. So, you know, if you were lucky enough to find a small local place to go, I had enchantments back, back in the early, early days before Internet and cell phones and, and computers. Um, and we were lucky to have it, very lucky. We had magical child. We had enchantment. Um, mm-hmm. But to find someone who could do that for us was important because, again, we didn't have the tools. So it's it's cool that you had brought it to the national scene to where people could order them readily. That's, that's a beautiful thing. And may I say, thank you very much for making things available <laughs> through mail order. Thank you.
1: Yeah, you know, back in the yellow. day, there. Uh, I like to say I'm so old; I'm older than the internet, um, and um, my staff. Uh, most of my staff is younger than my com- company, which makes me giggle. But they yeah. I explain how I had, I had stacks of yellow pages taller than me, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and stacks plural, because um, I, uh, you could order a yellow page. The Yellow Pages, if you don't know what that is, that is a paper phone up. book that is that is yellow. Um, and it was yellow because yellow meant that they were business phone numbers and you could yep. put, businesses would put advertisements in those pages. And um, I could order them. I could say, okay, um, I want a Yellow Pages from Cleveland, Ohio or Houston, Texas or anywhere. And I would get them. I would go like um, state by state, and I would get as many yellow pages as I could sent to me, and they would send them to me for free. And I would dig through them. Tell people how big the just, books
0: were. Tell people how big the were books were a, back then.
1: <laughs> Depending on the city you were getting them from or the region you were getting them from, they were anywhere from, say, two inches to five inches thick. <laughs> so there it's was a so the whole true. thing. Guys, Guys would say, I'm so. I'm so strong, I could tear her yellow pages in half. That was a thing. That's right. And now that's you know right. it means that they, yeah. So so that's real. Um, that that yep, dates us a bit. But I would have, um, uh, for a while I would just, you know, I would collect all these yellow pages because I really liked, you know, look at all this stack of yellow pages. And I would go through them and I would um, scour them to see what kind of store would potentially order my stuff and there's times when I would get nothing out of a yellow pages nothing at all but um, it's a different it's a, thank goodness it's a different world today I love this evolution and I love how we get to um, we get to evolve and we get to um, be different than we were then we get to um, be a lot freer we get to be out uh, maybe not in every area of this country but in and where I am, you know, I I call myself um, the first witch of Ferndale, and um, cool, and which is the town that I am. In, and they love it. They they love. Uh, it's witch is on my business card. I'm a, I'm part of entrepreneurial groups, and everyone knows me as the is not just a witch, but one of the witches. So I I love that this is our that this is the world that I get to live in today.
0: Um, That's incredible. I I love it. Did you have support from your family? Did your folks know that you were a a witchling? Was it something that was that you could (laughs) talk about at home?
1: No, no. My mom is my mom was a very Catholic. um, You know, Eucharistic ministers. Both of my parents were Eucharistic ministers, and everything. So this was very hard for them. They were in great denial about. I mean, even having a business a magical business they were still in great denial about who who I am and um didn't like it i was very much a rebel so i i challenged them in every way shape or form i made i'm sure they they cried many a tears over me and um i i was i stressed them quite a bit and um uh i i uh i got a thick skin on that one um they were not supportive, and I just created my own support systems. I created my own family. Um,
0: yep. Same. I wasn't going to let it same. stop me.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I could live oh, in I that
1: place.
0: Play. Yeah, I understand. I could live I in. mean, place. I went through the. Same I could live thing. in a place
1: of hurt. Right. You can live yeah. in that place, and you can live in that place of hurt, or you could say, "Nope, I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm gonna move on. I'm going to allow this to." Make me stronger. It make me who I am, and so I can be supportive of the person who needs that support. Oh yeah, my both I of mean, my parents even, have passed on. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's easier to think about. Uh, it's very. I found it very intriguing how much I was able to let go after they passed, but um, while they were living, it was harder.
0: Jackie, I got to tell you, my father died in 1999, and, girl, I still haven't let it go. I'm still angry. I'm still hurt. I I don't know how to shake it. I have worked on it. All the shadow work in the world, and I'm like, I'm still fucking pissed. I can't seem to let the shit go. Hmm.
1: It's a tough yeah. one. It, it is a tough one. And um, I've worked on, um, it's not about forgiving them for failing me. I discovered it was about allowing them to be who they are. They could only be who they are. And that was never going to be enough for me because I got to be who I am.
0: I dig it. I dig it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So let's talk about the book for a minute because this is not your first book, and it certainly is not going to be your last from what I can tell. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was going through the book, and I know I called you out on it before we went on the air because I will tell you, the book says, the big book of candle magic, and I'm like, Jackie, um, I don't know about the title because there's so much more in here than that. I mean, it is so yeah. not just about candle magic. It's like, and I wouldn't call you Aunt Jackie because I'm older than you, but, I mean, there's, what, <laughs> bitch, what didn't you put in this book? I haven't found it yet. <laughs> it's amazing. Are you kidding Thank me? Thank you so very much. I, well, it, Oh, my God. I, I, thought, I don't have- I thought it was going to be a book about candle magic, and that was it. Oh, no, no, no. All contraire. And all the, this book has all the stuff everything.
1: About, thank you. Thank you. And all the stuff about candle magic is in there. If you want to skip the beginning of the book and just figure out what candle you want for this, that, and the other thing, you can skip the beginning of the book, it's, and it'll, it still stands alone as a candle magic book. It's the beginning of the book that makes it different. Because you have an opportunity when you are getting ready to cast a spell, do your magical work, whatever you want to call it. Say your prayers because it's all the same stuff. You can use whatever descriptive terms you want. To create a healing moment for yourself. Because healing and magic are the same thing. Because you're you're creating change didn't need this spell, you you wouldn't need this change, you wouldn't need to create this healing moment. It's all the same stuff. And you are finding and uncovering your deeper need. And that deeper need tells the tale of what you really need. It's not on the surface. It never is on the surface. The surface is a ruse. The surface is a distraction. The surface is your ego saying, "Don't look any deeper." Cuz that's where the truth lies. And and the truth you're not going to like because the truth means that you got to deal with something that you're responsible for. Nobody likes that. We all want to put the responsibility yeah. on somebody else. Can you believe what that bitch said to me? I got to get her mm-hmm. back for something. Right? I can't believe what my boss said or did. I can't believe blah 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 blah, because it's so much easier to make other people responsible for our pain than making Ooh. our than than taking the power back to ourselves and saying, "Oh no, I'm responsible mm-hmm. for my own happiness and and outcome." When you but that is where the most powerful magic is. When you awaken to that. I've been doing this yeah. for a lot of years. And when I forget that piece is when my magic fails. And so so both the Coventry magic and the Big Book of Candle magic, I can't write a magic book without that being in there. Because then I would be failing you. Both of them teach you how to... to dig into that
0: yeah i think people don't want to be responsible for themselves i find that very evident in most churches most religions actually um which is probably part of the reason i got into the craft in the first place because it is about self-empowerment but self-empowerment means working on yourself too
1: you know i'm going to push back a little bit on that rena the last time I actually went went to a service in a church and I and I you don't catch on fire um I've gone to different churches and I don't catch on fire and it was it was um uh, for a for christening someone I love and their child and I said okay I'll show up and I and I listened with both of my ears and my heart at the same time and I realized that they were talking about that. The minister was actually talking about um, taking the responsibility on yourself for spirit. They weren't talking about fire and brimstone. And I was like, "Huh, that's interesting. Now, I listened to people talking about this sermon afterwards, and they didn't hear that. They were repeating something different. And then I got an opportunity to talk to the minister afterwards, and... And uh, I said, hey, I really liked your sermon, blah, blah, blah. we got talking, and then he was really surprised to find out. I'm like, oh, no, I'm a witch. I'm not here for you. I'm not here for the church. But we had a great conversation about what what they were talking about. And then um, uh, when I was talking to one of my employees who's Jewish, and she was talking about um, some of the tenets of the Jewish faith and and, um, how – They're taught when she goes to temple, and they talk about questioning, and and I we talked about some of the things that she learned. She pulls out a temple, um, and and they go real deep, and they talk about personal responsibility, which is why she really wanted to work for Coventry because she's she researched us and she read some of my books and she liked it. She goes, okay, no, I want to work for this company. Um, so I think good um, church or temple or um, religious institution where, where, you know, you've got a good, good leader. They're going to talk about that. But what people take away is what people take away. So what people talk about when they distill it down into the moment, it's, it's the personal choice in that moment of, are they going to actually, is that human being going to hear the message or not? And so I don't but so I don't know if the religious institutions are giving their followers the tools beyond just listening to what the minister or the rabbi or whomever is is preaching at them. So well, I, I don't know if they, they're giving them the been, tools
0: having been well, I don't know. All, you and I have very different experiences of churches, obviously. I was raised in a fire and brimstone situation, which is not fun. Uh, um, and, a, and being older, and this could be a difference, a generational difference, too, because back in my day, women were barely encouraged to have opinions, much less take responsibility um, religiously. And, you know, you would think, oh, it's New York. You've got all kinds of things going on. Yeah, if you knew where to find them. But when you're a young person you're still living with your folks, it's a little bit different. You, you know, they want to indoctrinate you into what they believe. And, I, I mean, my mother, my mother started as a witch and then rejected it And because my father became Pentecostal and a preacher. And so did my mother. I mean, it's so convoluted. But. Yeah. Um, definitely wish I'd had more of that experience than the experiences I've had. Woo, could have been a different world, but then I wouldn't have to sell, and I probably wouldn't feel it. <laughs> but things happen yeah. for a reason of course. But no, it's like so nice you're, to you're, see you're that right. You're right, I actually, I really you heard something different, you got something out of it, you got the actual point from it. Um I will tell you that as someone with um, an elevated sense of education, which I believe you have, um, that's awesome. Not everyone has that.
1: <laughs> just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, so I not, think, not every I think you're right. I think that. you also, it depends on, you know, what part of the country you're in too. Um Yep. I'm with you on that. So, but again, it it, going back to the book and the big book of candle magic and, um, and what I teach in there is, is, um, I really, my goal in life is to empower you, empower whomever is, is sitting next to me or reading the books or using my products, empower you to learn, um, or to awaken your own magic, to be the decider of your own magic. Even in the in the Big Book of Candle Magic, I, I talk about how um, the five. There's five different types of magic we all do. We do magic for money, or some some financial gain, or some material gain, material thing. We do magic on um, safety, security, protection. We do magic about a relationship or interaction or communication with another person. It's a love magic. We do magic to heal something. And we do magic to clear something. It all comes down to one of those five things. And then as I'm writing the book to talk about this, because it's a big philosophy I've had for years. So I'm actually writing about it in the book. I was like, oh, look, look, that's Maslow's hierarchy of needs now, isn't it? How handy is that? Somebody already has a philosophy around this. That I can lean on, but um, but it really is how we um, how we um, evolve to our um, uh, into finding our own actualization, our our big magic, our own magic. That self actualization is like, oh, I can manifest anything. We we go through that process. Uh, we we cycle through all of those things. We have to heal something and clear something to then realize that we can manifest or create anything in our lives if we understand these balances. If we we meet those physical, physiological needs, which is prosperity, once those are met, then we can elevate to feeling safer in our lives and mastering those safety or protection needs. Once we master those protection needs, we can master those love needs. Once we master those love needs, then we can start to master those self-esteem needs, which are healing and clearing issues. Once we master all of those things, so it, it cycles around. Um, mm-hmm. you no, know, It's not a straight line, but it's all a big circle, wibbly wobbly circle. Um, but in that whole process, that- we are learning. Go ahead.
0: Uh, I was just going to say, I find that people tend to want to run to these through these things out of a logical order. I mean, you know, the self-esteem, doesn't it all start with self-esteem or shouldn't it start with self-esteem and let it flow from there? Yeah, because I used to read tarot and people people had their main three, like, you, you know, well, when I was dealing with it, it was usually one of three things. It was love, money, and safety. But none of those yeah. were self-esteem, and it's like, why are we not starting with the self? I don't get it it's hard
1: It's hard to get there when um when you feel completely invalidated because you're lonely, it's really hard to feel any esteem for the self when you don't have enough food to eat or you don't have a roof over your head. It's hard to feel value and worth um. So, um, and that's what Maslow's theory was, is that, um, until you feel, until you have like a roof over your head, it's hard to start to feel safety and security. So you'll make decisions. Um, like for instance, um, if you are feeling very insecure as far as safety goes, like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to have a roof over my head tomorrow and I'm, I'm very say food insecure and, and, um house insecure and I this is a really bad neighborhood guy over there who wants to date me lives in a nice neighborhood and he's ready for me to move in I'm gonna go ahead and move in with him it's not the best relationship in the world but I'm gonna make this decision based on my safety and security and physiological needs not on a love need and it's not on the self-esteem need because he's kind of a jerk i know i could of do course. better but right now this is the better that i need yeah. so so maslow talks about how it's it's really hard to think about um about um a different type of security or a safety when your stomach's growling and it's really hard to to uh, self-actualize to, of like being the psychic or the artist or or the musician, when um, you don't know where your next meal is going to come from. So, so that's right. and, and I think that works in the in the magical world as well. And that came um, actually one of my magical mentors, Kevin, who has since passed on. He he's the one who started me on that when I I went to him and I'm like, man, I just I feel like my psychic senses are, are are have shut down and I just, my magic's not working and what do I do? And he he sat me down and he said, you don't know where your next meal's coming from, Jackie. Your magic is not, and your psychic abilities are really not going to be on point when you don't know when you're going to eat or if you're going to make your house note. Focus all of your magic energy on that right now and and, um, don't worry about the rest. And that's when he, that's who taught me initially about that. He didn't call it Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He just, he dumbed, I was very young. I think I was like maybe 18 at the time. But um, that's who brought me into that whole idea of that. Um, and, uh, and it was 100% true. And so I kind of filled that, used that philosophy for quite a while. And, and it really helped me get to that place of understanding I and find simplify that, it so you
0: know, these days people are very scattered, and it's everything at once. you know we talk about the fact that we didn't have access to a whole lot of information when we were coming up. Do you think now there's too much information not just not magically necessarily I'm just saying the you know with being bombarded i I find that one of the biggest complaints I hear from people is that they have a, a real lack of Focus. and I think it's because of so much input, don't you uh,
1: I think universally right now we are on information overload i yep. i I would not have described myself as an a d d kid, not at all i um it was not a problem that I have I am an a d d adult yeah I find myself yeah, having right. struggling with that. Um we are on information overload. As it, yeah. So, um, yeah. I missed what but you said. What I did I you say? This,
0: no, I, I was just agreeing with you. I think, you know, it's hard to focus, especially magically, when you have your head full of so many things at once and so many things are calling for our attention. That's one of the great things about this book. It helps you focus. It helps you bring in all of the things, not just candles, obviously, because you cover so much in this book, it can actually give you a roadmap. And here, do you have these things available? Put these things with this particular spell or these particular herbs or these particular crystals. I mean, you Super cover everything. I don't know how you
1: got it all in one book. (laughs) That was my goal is to give um, somebody. I I wanted you to be able to open up your magical cupboard or your magical drunk drawer or um, your own herb uh, cupboard, whatever it go in your backyard. What have I got today? Mm -hmm. What's, What's, what am I dragging through the garden and what is my need and how can I make this work? We usually have exactly what we need around us to make that spell work. I have not, um, I've not run across a moment where I didn't have 90% of what I needed. I, yeah, and there's stuff that like, eh, if I, want, I want these last two items to make it perfect. But sometimes when you go to the store, your favorite, favorite metaphysical store, spiritual store, they just don't have that last ingredient. So what are you going to get? And I wanted a a guide, a a book that you could take with you. go, okay, well, they don't have basil. Who doesn't have basil? I'm just pulling that one out. So what can I use instead? uh they don't have yeah. the the spe- and stones stones are something that i'm mm-hmm. noticing um over time you, that um certain stones are just not available anymore so i like yeah. you know you got to have options
0: definitely it's good to have options especially if you can't get out for whatever reason you know which is
1: what you one know, of,
0: during the pandemic what, it was it was a problem yeah. getting so many different things, so many different ingredients. We all had to make do. Um, depending on whatever spell you were casting, you actually had to make substitutions for a lot of different things. I remember getting mm-hmm. clothes being a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, there were some odd things that um, who knew that that was gonna, who knew that I couldn't get my hands on some some flour. Um, but one of the things yeah. I I think is super unsung is using your tarot in your spell in your candle spell. Uh-huh. Your tarot your tarot has such an a, a powerful um, thought forms behind it for you know hundreds of years. It's an agreed upon power behind each image, even if or each name of the card. The seven of swords means the seven of swords for forever. And so if if you use that, that card uh, for that meaning in this spell, it is going to tell that energy exactly what to do. So you can create a storyboard with your tarot and tell it exactly what to do. And yeah. really fine-tune. Um, oh, it works. It works really well.
0: Everyone tells me. Everybody's like, "Why are you not using your tarot when you're doing spells?" I'm like, "I don't know. It never occurred to me." And now everyone is um, telling me, "Incorporate. Now, what are you doing?" I'm like, oh. I have um,
1: I have a deck that's for tarot uh, for candle magic, and it's not the deck that I read with. Um, oh. And yeah, so I think that might. For some people, when I talk about that, they're just they don't want to put the tarot deck that they read within their spell, which I completely agree with, um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. because that's a different energy.
0: I understand. I mean, I've got these decks over there. I could pick something else. It just never occurred to me that that was something to do.
1: It it was a um, the deck that fin- I finally started using for spell work is the one that um, somebody I don't know some of the cards were missing and um, you know you don't realize the cards missing until one day you're looking for the card and you're like what the and um, the deck yeah. has to agree to you to be used as a spell deck it's kind of interesting some some of the decks they don't want to be a spell deck. Because you know how they get personalities. You know that, Raina. You're like, I don't want to read for that person. I don't want to do that.
0: See, I internalize a... it. I'm like, we're we're not working for you today, bitch. Move move on to the next deck. You know?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I,
0: I never look at it as they're rejecting the person I'm reading for. Unless the person's me. <laughs> So maybe it's a complex. I don't know. It could be. That's funny. You no, know, but I, I do I do love the fact that you put in so much in this book. I mean, it's it's stonework, it's tarot, it's astrology, it's, you know, herbs, fragrances, flowers, you name it. It's in here. It's, this is damn good. I'm just saying. I, I even have so a way to... Going on.
1: I even have a way to use dice. And, and, uh, um, so I, I love that um, when I'm going to do a spell, I ask if I should be doing this spell. Is this a good spell to do? And what are really? the potential repercussions of this spell? There's a whole section in that on using dice, pendulum, um, tarot cards to ask about that spell. Uh, I learned that um from a different uh, from actually from African traditional religions um when I was initiated into um uh, partially initiated into one of them and um I that, that's what they teach you before you even go in front of the orisha um you ask can I go in front of the orisha can I can I ask for this reading can I um is it a good idea to get this reading is it a good idea to make this offering to this Orisha? Um, what are the repercussions of me doing this? Oh, it's, it is a big deal. And so um, I, I didn't bring in their closed tradition. I brought in the idea because uh, I was taught that um, from a voodoo practitioner and I was taught that from another shaman from others. So that, that is um, a, a practice in many of the living practices that got lost over time is that before you do any work, you ask usually your ancestors, hey, is this a good idea? I might feel a little vengeful today. Maybe I should step mm. back and ask if this is a good idea. Um, so yeah, I, there's a way of, um, yeah. Yeah, that yep. makes perfect I've
0: been, sense. I've, am I have been been to create no. havoc if I do this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm you also, know, I've I've done some shit. Yeah, you're right. You're
1: right. It, as well as like yeah, this is a great idea to do this spell, is this spell complete? Is there anything I need to add? Is there too many things in here? Um <clears throat> I mean, I'm I'm of the school personally, if one ingredient is good, then 7000 must be better. So, um and I <laughs> usually have to edit back. <laughs> uh-huh. I edit back cuz I add ingredients like a damn boss. And so I, I will, I'm like, well, I mean, I like, I like the chamomile in this one and then I like the vanilla in there too. And I don't know, let's just put some, some cinnamon in there to blow that shit up. Um, so um, I usually have to edit back and then I'll, I'll use um, dice or coins or tarot, a, a pendulum. But I see, I, I love my pendulum, but I, I can, I can manipulate my pendulum. Um, so sometimes oh. I, I have to back off. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it,
0: you, it, you can't stack the deck, Jackie.
1: <laughs> I gotta, you know, sometimes if I'm using my pendulum and I'm like, uh let me double check, because um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm making that thing swing to the left a little too easy.
0: Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I understand. I understand. It's amazing. <clears throat> so though. there's you know, you forget your own power sometimes and you're like, is this for real? Do I need to double check on this?
1: Mhm. It the dice are powerful. I was um testing I'm writing this and I'm I've been using dice for a while and I said, "Well, let me let me confirm compare like so I did. it I threw a couple of tarot cards, and then I um, threw the dice against it. And I was like, "Oh, fine. Tell me about myself, then." You know, when, when you're like confirming your stuff and as you're writing, you're like, oh, "Well, shit." Just, just you know, it, it. It just. I. I love. I love this world because it just. You'd start doubting it, and then it just smacks you in the back of the head like a goddamn brick, and it says, you're going to question me some more?
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: I wish I had, was able to, I was sitting with a shaman, um, she she is just amazing, and um, she was teaching me how to use um, dice in a wooden bowl to read, and um, it was just a half hour and I wish I had been able to write it all down and and learn from that. And wow, because that was I didn't know dice could be so powerful as a as a divination tool. And I'm, I'm I look forward to being able to learn from her again.
0: I have not employed any of that, and I need to. And I know there's dice in this house because I have a gamer that lives in this house with me. So I'm going to have to sneak <laughs> into someone's room when they're not looking, and grab that bag. I'm telling you. Oh, wow. It,
1: you know, I That's wondered amazing. if, I did wonder if, if because uh, I just was using a regular six-sided dice, and I wondered how, how much more interesting it would be if you had different-sided dice. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it be just
1: fascinating? Actually, I did, um, in my research, I did come across on Etsy, someone has um, a divination system with 20-sided dice. Of course they do. Yeah, of course there's someone who's brilliant like that. Uh, well, you know, as there. long
0: as you have gamers and infinite possibilities, yeah. It's it, it, I mean, I'm fascinated by the whole dice situation. I've never done this, so I'm going to try it. I, I think that's, yeah. New thing, old dog, new tricks. Just saying, no, no matter how yep. long you have been in the game, this book is gonna teach you something. I'm just saying. This book is, the is other it's co- hilarious and cool. fantastic.
1: Good. The other cool some other cool things about this book is I teach you how to like um get a little dramatic with your candle magic, um, without necessarily burning the place down. But like you can do really interesting things, um without ever lighting the candle. I mean you can break it. Uh, especially if you have a seven day, if you're gonna and you're gonna break the glass, um, you can um, you put different p- pizzazz in there, and um, how and how to choose a candle for what purpose. There's lots of really cool stuff about that. What color to pick? What kind of how? To, what shapes? Different shapes of candles mean? Um, how you can use them? How will they burn? Um, just really interesting things like that as well as how to keep a magical journal so you can look back Aww. on it later and say, how to yeah. dig deep into what you really need, but then also keep that magical journal yeah. so later on you can look back and say, so what I do that, how would that work out for me? Yeah,
0: I'm shit at journaling. And remember, journaling. I, I admit
1: it, I'm bad at it. Oh, I'm shit at journaling too, but... I, I, inconsistent at best, but I've got 30 years of inconsistent journals, and there are gems in each and every one of them.
0: That's cool. I should just have to. write shitty journals, and they'll be okay, because there'll be nuggets of stuff in them. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Really, you know, I, I wrote an incantation like 12 years ago in a little book, and I still have the little book, and maybe I should just. Reopen that thing and keep going from there. It's never too late to start right
1: right. My best journals were the crappy ones I got for at the dollar store. If it's too mm-hmm. pretty, I didn't want to write in it. just just you know yeah. the the uglier the better. Just write in out streams of streams of insanity, and remember when you're doing candle magic... You're using all the elements. It takes all the elements to make a candle. It takes all the elements to use a candle, so you're you're getting all the magic. You know not, only, yeah. not just the flame, but the, the wax is um, earth. You're having heaven and earth meet each other as the, as the candle burns down. The flame turns that earth element uh, molten into water. you need the air to feed the flame and then the um the as the uh wax evaporates and gets consumed it turns into air. You get all the elements. Isn't that powerful?
0: Yeah, very. That's amazing. And stuff I never think about. And if I don't think about listen, I'm nobody and I know nothing. But I know if I didn't think about it there's other people who didn't think about it. Not every so you, which knows everything. You are- so I'm I'm big on people learning stuff. I'm constantly learning stuff.
1: Candle magic is transformation. So if you want to transform something in your life, candle magic is the way to go. I I have not thought of any other magical um, tool that is as transformative as that. That's why we all love it so much. That represents yeah. our spirit. Uh,
0: definitely, definitely, I agree. I agree. I um I also find fire mesmerizing period on its just on its face, you know. It's it's alive and it can kill you at any minute. It's it's kind of a cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a death wish. Mm-hmm. Stop
1: thinking that.
0: <laughs> but it's you know, I just there's just so much more to it. You know, when I was first told that Well, first of all, no one admitted to me that witchcraft was even being practiced by my grandmother until after she had died. Um, And candle magic is what they did. And it just Mm -hmm. didn't occur to me how much could be involved. Because, you know, in my family, they would sit around, they would write something down, they'd light a candle, they take the piece of paper, fold it, stick it in the flame, stick it in the ashtray, and watch that shit burn. And things would happen. I'm like, my grandmother had some powerful fucking mojo. I did not get that level of mojo. I don't know if it's her, it, it was her level of intent, or her absolute belief, or what. But yeah, oh, man, I, I think everyone starts. For the
1: most part, with Campbell Magic, don't they? Well, happy birthdays! That's our some of our first bits of magic. Blowing yeah. out your birthday candle, and yeah. making your wish. Uh-huh. I think your grand—I think you have a different style and brand of magic than your grandmother. I think you do. Okay.
0: Thank you. Um,
1: you 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 manifest different things for different people. I don't know if you manifest. You do a different thing. Your ma- your grandmother had a real specific gift, but you, um, I see you. Your magic is a different color or a vibration than your grandmother's, but equally as potent. Look at where you are right now on the radio, with, and with with thousands of people being informed and influenced by you. You are you are a charmer. You are a, a, a charmer of the masses. And that is super important.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, thank you. It's a compliment. I don't know if you're right, but I certainly appreciate you saying that.
1: You you have a you have a big role in this universe, and you are filling it in an amazing way. And your grandmother, I just feel is smiling at you with with all of her heart.
0: Thank you. That's very meaningful.
1: I bet you though. I bet you if you ask her, if you if you're gonna put uh, write something down and and light it, uh, put it in the candle flame. If you ask for her to help you manifest it, it will come true. What's her name? Wow.
0: You know what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Hmm? Okay. So I'll do that tonight.
1: Actually,
0: I appreciate that. That is so kind. Thank you. I have not. You're very um, welcome. I, that 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 means a lot to me, it really does, because I always wanted her level, and you're telling me not to be concerned about her level, be concerned about my own level, and I appreciate that so much that I have received the message. Thank you.
1: Lucy loves you a lot.
0: I love her too, and I miss her horribly all the time. But I know she's here, because she's keeping me safe because I'm not good at mm-hmm. doing it myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad about getting into situations. But, Jackie, I have talked your ear off for an hour already. And before we go, just want to remind people, the big book of candle magic, it's a lot more than candle magic. So don't, don't just think, oh, well, I already have books on candle magic. No, 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 you don't have this book. This is the book, so get this book. Um, Jackie how can people find you
1: they can find me at CoventryCreations.com they can find me on uh, Coventry Creations and all the socials Coventry Candles, Coventry Creations um, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok all the socials Um, and you can find me at your favorite um, spiritual bookstore, metaphysical gift store Um, look for me um, in your local area and if you don't find Coventry's products or the Big Book of Candle Magic, ask for me. Maybe they have me yep. hidden away in the back, or they can get get products in at CoventryCreations.com. You can find a store locator to find a store in your area because we love sending people local to shop. Um, and if you don't have a local store, you can also find us on Amazon and Etsy and um, lots of places. We eat, we're everywhere. And we make you all of our everywhere. products in a sacred space. We That's we awesome. we do what we say we do. We make our products here in yep. a sacred space here in Ferndale, Michigan, and we hire people at a living wage, and we have a safe working environment and a very diverse working environment for um, all genders, ages, and races. So we're really That's proud wonderful. of who we are and what we do.
0: That's awesome, and. As a community, we are proud of you too. Jackie, thank you so thank you much. much for spending some time with me from your crazy-ass schedule because I know your schedule is crazy. <laughs> we
1: we reflect each other in our fun busyness. Yes. I love so. it. Thank you so much, Marina, for having me on. What a blessing this has been. What a joy.
0: But you are a complete blast. I love speaking with you. We've got to do it again, all right?
1: Yep, let's let's book it. Let's get our schedules in sync. You have a great I can afternoon. Do it. You too. Okay. Again. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: All right, everybody, that's it for today. Join me on Friday with Storm Sestavani, amazing astrologer. We're going to have a great time. Talk to you Friday. Bye.